Hello, welcome my friends. My name is Joe and this is the Joe Martino Show. We're in August and I feel bad, but it's my least favorite month of the year because my kids go back to school. But it does provide us a good opportunity to do a little check-in on what we want for the year and how we're doing and what we want the rest of the year to look like. Let's kick it off. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, so we are back to school. My kids are starting up their orientations. We're doing the back to school shopping. My Facebook news feed is full of friends, uh, pictures of their children who are going back to school, who have started. Some of my friends are teachers. They're putting up their first day of school pictures. And I hate it. I hate this time of year. I actually feel bad for the month of August. I feel like August gets a bad rap because I, in my mind, dislike August because it means school's here. And once we get into the routine of things and the habit, I'm sure it'll be fine. But I'm grieving. And and so some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Others of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've talked about it at different things. I want to talk today about maybe some things that we can do to kind of make sure that we're on track to finish the year the way that we want to finish it with our kids, with ourselves, with our spouse, with our work. But I want to take a moment and step back and just... Say, it's okay to grieve the end of summer. It doesn't make you a bad parent if you don't like the fact that school's starting. And I know, I think think what it is is we're at a place in society where anytime somebody thinks something is different or if someone doesn't like something and they see someone that does, that can create an internal friction for them. So some of you are like throwing parties. I got to be honest with you. I don't understand it. You're excited that school's starting. I don't understand that. But here's the truth, and it's a relational truth. I don't have to understand it. I I do not have to understand why you're excited that school's going on, for us to still be friends, for us to still get along, for me to still support you, or you to still support me in any way like that, for us to be in a good relationship. I don't have to understand why you're excited that school's starting. And you don't have to understand why I'm sad. We just have to know that's how the other person feels it. Right? And, and one of the things that happens is if we don't understand something, we either feel like we're being judged or we judge. And most of the time, I would argue that if we were really honest, if we got down into the deep places of our heart where we don't typically open those rooms, both of those are true. We probably are being judged a bit and we're probably judging a bit. One of the ancients once said that we should grieve with those who grieve. And actually, I mean, I guess they wrote it. But we should grieve with those who grieve, and we should rejoice with those who rejoice. And I would suggest that that is a lost art in 2019, at least in America. So for all of you parents who are out there, and you are celebrating the fact that your kids are going back to school, I confess I don't understand. For those of you who are sad, I'm with you. I, I am grieving. And it's okay to grieve. It's okay to have negative emotions. That's actually one of the things that I want to bring up in in, in this episode today is how are you doing emotionally? It's 2019. We have four and a half months left. We're almost down to the final quarter. How are you doing 
uh, engaging your emotions? How are you doing engaging the hard parts of life? How are you doing with the year? How's the year going for you? How are things running out? At the beginning of the year, we talked about having a story, having a word, having a a theme for the year. How's that going? I was talking to somebody. They wrote in. They We wrote back and forth a few emails. And, and their theme for the year was that they wanted to improve their ability to connect with people on an emotional level. And so they... Uh, they, they had this plan, like they were going to come up, they actually, what, brought, what prompted them to write me was they were looking for questions that they could ask when people would make statements that would be about digging into their emotions, which by the way, my wife, who I affectionately call the wizard, is it who I affectionately call or whom I affectionately call, whatever it is, pick that one, uh, who I call the wizard, she, she's the queen of this. She, she is the master of it. She can ask questions that go straight to... Uh, emotions. My, my daughter was watching her talk with someone one time and she was just like, it's just amazing to watch. I'm like, I know it's amazing to watch it happen. And so this person wrote in and we talked about what does it mean to ask deeper questions? I said, Hey, write me back at the end of summer. Let me know how it went. And so, uh, they did. And it turns out it went pretty well. I've had other people I've talked to and like, ah, eh, not so well for me. I was going to take the summer off from some projects and I pretty much did. I had a theme for the year of some things I wanted to get done, so I started working on them. Uh, the expansion of some of the things that we're doing, we're trying to work on some video curriculum. Uh, we're working on uh, expanding my public speaking, those types of things. So I took the summer off, uh, but then some projects fell on my lap that were very invigorating, exhilarating, and so I engaged those. So I want to know how is your year going and how we're going to, how you're going to have to do this is obviously you can't call in. We can't talk live. So I want you to go back and I want you to think about at the beginning of the year, what was it that you wanted to do? What was the theme that you wanted? What was some things that you were hoping to accomplish? What were some visions that you had for 2019? And how are you doing? Where are you at? Remember change requires us to know where we're going and then to execute the steps that lead us to it. So where are you going? How is that working for you? If you've not done that, that's fine. You have four and a half months. What do you want to do with them? What do you want to do? What would you like to be true come December 31st, 2019? Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to uh, audition for your local community theater. Maybe you want to paint, get into painting. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to... Uh, volunteer X amount of hours at, at a place near you for people less fortunate than you. One of the benefits of school restarting is it's kind of a time of new beginnings, right? I talked to a lot of people and they're like, you know, well, this year we're hoping this will happen or that'll happen. And I think that's great. I think we should be a people who are constantly dreaming, constantly hoping, constantly looking to the future. So what do you want the next four and a half years? To what do you want this? If you have kids or you're in school, what do you want the school year to look like? What are your goals? What are your goals for the school year? One of the things when I was in grad school, I used to start every school year with a uh, hope that I would get a 4.0. And then one of my professors uh, slash mentors said to me, I don't think that's realistic given the rest of your life. I think a B is very realistic in some of your classes. And I think you have to learn to be okay with that. Not exactly the uplifting message that I was hoping for, 
but a good word, a good message for me at that time of my life that I needed to take to heart and that I needed to understand. And so I started to kind of change the different things that I wanted out of my academic year. I started to categorize my goals. These are goals that will benefit me for the school year. So one year my goal was that I'd have all my papers done four or five days in advance. I don't remember exactly. Well, that's really only going to benefit me for the school year. But networking would benefit me into the future. So then I had a goal of, okay, I want to increase my network. I want to be in, and do more networking. Now, you don't have to have these types of goals. I'm just telling you the types of goals that I had when I was in graduate school. What is your goals? One of the goals that I had at the beginning of the year was is I wanted to read a business or management or leadership book for 15 minutes every day. And I got to summer and, and that kind of fell away. And I actually realized it and I caught it. I keep track of everything. If you follow my YouTube channel, I showed you on YouTube how I use Evernote and I track a lot of things through my Evernote. And so as I tracked that, I realized it was falling off. And I had to ask myself why. And it just came down to time. Like there's in the summer, I spend more time with my wife and kids than I do throughout the school year because they're at school. And so there's more time available to me to spend with them. And so one of the things that went was my 15 minutes of reading those types of material during the day because I didn't have the time. One of the things that went was my YouTube channel. One of the benefits of looking for what do I want the next four and a half months to look like? What do you want the next four and a half months to look like? What do you want the next school year to look like is you, you get to look at things and say, okay, that doesn't help me get to what I'm looking for, so that's out. And you have to make decisions. And one of the things that, that people get stuck on is they're constantly afraid they're going to make the wrong decision. And, and some of that, and I talked about this in a previous episode, some of that is because they, they don't have a very good definition of what a bad or good decision is. But also some of that is they, they're paralyzed. And so what this does is if you know where you're going, it makes making decisions a little bit easier. Because often we get stuck having to choose between good and good. And so the 15 minutes of reading is good. And, and it is on my agenda of things that I want to get back into the habit of this fall. And by this fall, I guess I mean next week. School starts next week for my kids. And so we will, uh, I will schedule time into my day to read those 15 minutes. Because other things will be moved off. I have other projects that I need to figure out how to get into my schedule. And so I start with what do I want it to look like? What do I want the next four and a half months to look like? Uh, what am I hoping will be accomplished between now and December 31st, 2019? What did I have on my agenda that I was hoping to accomplish January 1st, 2019 that now as I look back, I'm like, you know, maybe that isn't actually the goal that I want. Maybe that isn't actually something that I wanted. So, so we start down and just ask yourself, if you made goals, if you had uh, desires and dreams that you verbalized for the beginning of the year, how are you doing? How is it going? Where are you succeeding? Where is it falling off? If it is falling off, is that something that you need to double back around to? Or is it something that you need to say, you know what, that has fallen off and I'm okay that it's fallen off. It's good that it's fallen off so that I can do this other thing that I didn't know about in January. And so I'm going to do this other thing. Uh, I was struggling. I originally wanted to have 
another book published this fall, and I'm caught between two ideas that I would like to execute. And I was struggling to write the book, and there's a process that I've kind of developed a little bit in, in that I gather data, I gather outlines, I doodle, and it all goes into this repository for me. But I was struggling to get anything written. So I said, I'm just going to take the summer off, allow my brain to just rest. Uh, some things came up that I did not plan for uh, in January, that I couldn't account for in January, that things that were, were forces beyond my control. And that's part of life. And so I have to respond to them. I have to interact with them. I have to understand how to best move forward with them. But at the same time, I, I have to, I can't, they exist. I can't pretend that they don't. So part of responding to them is admitting right now that's changed the game from what I understood in January. Uh, right now I'm debating. There is a possibility of me being part of a small group of men who would meet uh, every other week or weekly. I have an email. I need to look at those details. But when, when they first reached out to me about like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. I, I said to the guy who was organizing, I said, I don't know what I would take off of my plate to make that happen. And they start this Saturday, and I still don't know what I'd take off my plate to make it happen. And so this might be a last-minute decision. Friday afternoon sometime I have hopefully some time to sit down and think about it. And, and another thing is, when you start to shape your, your intentional thoughts your unintentional thoughts are also shaped. And so that might actually be a really good podcast topic for the future. But one of the things that happens as you start to think, okay, so here are the projects that I'm hoping to accomplish. And you intentionally put time into that. And here are the steps that I need to do. And here are the things that I'm debating. Here's something that I would like to do, but I'm not sure how it fits in for the stuff that I feel like I need to do. When you're driving down the road, and, and some of you, I don't know. I, I know I spend a lot of time driving. I live in a rural community that is about 25 minutes from one of our offices where I spend two days a week uh, just to get to my closest office is still, you know, an eight, uh, eight and a half mile, 15 minute, 20 minute or so drive. Uh, and I spend a lot of time. I put a lot of miles in cars. And so when I'm driving down the road, I tend to listen to audiobooks. But even when I'm listening to an audiobook, there's a part of my brain that's working over other problems. And one of them has been, am I going to join this group or not? Because I don't want to say I am and then not be able to do it or say no and then realize, oh, I should have done it. So how do I work through that? How does it fit into my values? How does it fit into my, uh, my vision for my life? How does it fit into my family's values? How does it fit into my family's vision for my life? And give it a lot of intentional thought. And as I give it intentional thought, that intentional thought is then affecting my unintentional thoughts. And, and so as I'm just driving down the road or, or walking or at the gym, I find that my brain is working over these problems that I'm intentionally pursuing. And what we're trying to do here is we're trying to create an intentional formation of what we're doing with our time. We're trying to create systems where our brain works for us, kind of like a passive income, if you've ever studied that, we're using passive energy to solve a problem. So what do you want? What, what did you want the year to look like? What do you want the rest of the year to look like? And you can break that up however you want the rest of the year to, Jan to December 31st, 
the school year. You can do both. I typically do both. There are things that I want to be true of the school year. One of the things that I'm trying to kick around right now is how do I work in some sort of regular date night with my kids? So we have family night. My wife and I have date night. How do we work in? Uh, how do I work in like, okay, you know, Kendra, that's my oldest this Friday. Why don't you and I go on a date somewhere and check in and pursue them? Uh, in an upcoming episode, I talk about pursuit and vulnerability being key for relationships. And those are key for all of our relationships. So how do I work that in? If I don't work that in, how am I doing? This is a, the start of the school year is a really good natural time to do just a check-in. What is it that you wanted to accomplish? How is it going? What do you want to do in the future? What do you want to accomplish with the remaining time of the year? And then what are the behaviors that you need to engage to do that? And, and how is that going? What are you doing to shape your future, to shape your outcomes? What are the problems that you're trying to solve in order to accomplish those? What are the things that you wanted to accomplish and they didn't happen? Why didn't they happen? And as you kind of lay that out, hopefully this will create some conversations for you, for your family. Uh, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do at the beginning of the year, one of the things that I'm constantly trying to figure out is how do I best journal? Journaling, lots of studies show that helps us stay present. It helps us stay in the moment. It helps us experience the moment differently. And I've tried a lot of different things. So this year I tried an app and I have a goal to have X amount of journal entries by the end of the year. To be honest with you, I don't know how close I am to that goal or if I'm on pace for it. I don't think that I am because I have found some difficulties in journaling. The app's on my phone, which is fine, but when I get home at night, I'm an old man. I like to play crossword puzzles. I actually play wordscapes, but let's be honest, wordscapes is just crossword puzzles. And... Uh, I'm not journaling unless I'm on, unless I'm away. When I'm away, I'm really good at it. But in the regular role of my life, I'm not very good at it. So that's something I'm going to focus on between now and the end of the year. So some questions to ask yourself. What was it that I wanted to accomplish at the beginning of the year? How am I doing on those hopes and dreams and, and, and visions and ideas? If you didn't do that at the beginning of the year, that's fine. What do you want to do with the rest of the year? If you did do that at the beginning of the year, you still need to ask that question. What do I want to do with the, with the rest of the year? Is this a time for a course correction? Is this a time for a, uh, a, a revamp of what I was trying to get to? And those are good questions. And then, really simple, what am I going to work on first? What's something that I can put my time and energy into first over the next three weeks, over the next six weeks, uh, eight weeks, or 10 weeks, and then 12 weeks. I believe this is week 33 of the year. So you have roughly 19 weeks left. What are you going to do with them? What is it that you're hoping to do? And this isn't all, this is also a really good time to kind of sit back and think about 2020. What do you want to do in 2020? And what do you need to do with this last quarter to set you up for 2020? So hopefully those questions are helpful. This is a shorter episode than what my last few ones have been, probably because I am a bit sad that my kids are uh, gearing up to go back to school. Actually, that's not true. I knew this one was going to be shorter. I'm working on a couple other projects, and uh, 
this one is is a good pivot point as we move into fall and pivot point posts tend to make uh, better short posts short episodes i want to thank you so much for listening i know you could do anything with your time and i appreciate that you have given it to me if you found value in this if you find value in my podcast show please share it on your social media share it with your friends i really want to get this information out to as many people as i can for as reasonable as I can, which with podcasts is always free. Uh, we are working on other things, like I said, video curriculum. We're, we're working on republishing a second edition of the Emotionally Secure Couple book that will have study guide questions in it directly. One of the things that we debated with the editorial team in the first uh, publication was should those questions be in the book or at a separate site? And the decision was made to put them at the separate site and now I believe we have accurately come to a place where we think that was not the right decision. So we're going to make a change. Much like what I'm talking to you about is we, we made a decision, we looked at the outcome, and now we're going to make a change to that decision. And we're going to hope for a different outcome. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time. Change possible.